Hey everyone, this is Brother Wayne Clemens. I just want to thank you for tuning in with us today and being part of the worship experience here at Potter's Hope. Would you all make Pastor Jake Clemens feel welcome as he comes today? Come on, Jake. it's funny I hear my dad say this a lot but I might not be very long today Uh, if I could just share my heart with you for a second dad this morning I've had the analogy of the potter on my mind the last week or two as he said the first Sunday in June is always special as we mark another year of ministry here and 19 years sounds crazy to me I've been here for every one of them I know there's some in here that have too I felt the Holy Spirit just say, Jake, remind them of the purpose. You see, because the purpose of church is different than what we've made it. I don't come to church just to check a box, man. I come for some some time with a community of believers that love the Lord and want to serve the Lord. I come today because I feel strength when I'm in this room, and I know that I got other believers with me. Jeremiah chapter 18. Starting in verse 1. Yeah, if you could stand, let's stand. Let's honor the word this morning. I'm thankful for the word. Eighteen one says, The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise. Turn to somebody and say, Arise. First, you got to get up. God is calling some of you today today just to arise. Get up out of the place that you've been laying in. God's saying, arise. It's not a day to keep laying down. you got to arise. I don't know where Jeremiah was, but I envision him laying there. Maybe having his own pity party. And God is saying, first, got to get up. you got to get up. Because what he said next is going to change your life. Arise and go down to the potter's house. Somebody say the potter's house. And there I will cause you to hear my words. 
Jeremiah says, then I went down to the potter's house. And there he was making something at the wheel. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So that he made it again, say again, say again, say again, into another vessel. And it seemed good to the potter to make. God, today we're so thankful. God, for the reminder in your word that you don't give up on us. God, for the reminder in your word that you're here for somebody today who says, I'm not worth it, that I'm not worthy. You want them on that wheel again. God, today you be with us. God, I don't care how long I am today, but God, I want you to get your point across that you're still the potter. It's in your name we pray. Amen. This week, I, I remember, his dad reminded me, there was a, a, quite a few years ago, he actually had someone who ran a potter's wheel come in. I watched somebody run a potter's wheel. I'm thankful for YouTube. Tell you what, man, I had a time with God because I saw myself on that wheel as I was watching that video. And you see, the thing is that now they've kind of changed them, but he had a little table and used to that the potter would pump the wheel with his foot and he would have a, a thing of clay right in the center. And I watched as he took a lump of clay that was nothing. Turn to somebody and say, it takes water. But it takes the living water. And as he began to spin that wheel out of his hand, he dipped his hand in some water and he dripped it on that piece of clay. It was his hand. It wasn't somebody else's hand. And God said, Jake, I want to pour out my spirit in the water over my church. I don't want anybody else's hand. I don't want the world's water. I've got to pour it out on them. He said, people are on my wheel, but they want to drink and they want to live for something else. They want the world to pour into them instead of me. And what the thing that is so important about the water is that the potter cannot form that into what he wants it to be without the water. It becomes hard and it becomes rigid like so many people in this room today. You're hard and you're rigid and you've got cracked skin spiritually. And God is saying, I've got what you need. You've been dipping from what the world has and not what I have for you. Man, I felt him just drop it off my head. And I said, oh God, if everybody could get to this place and surrender. And he said, I want them to, but they won't. 
as I felt the man, I felt his hands begin to smooth the infirmities and the things out of me. God, I don't know about that place. I'm not ready to give that up yet. He said, let me smooth that out. God, just fix what people can see. And he said, no, I want every part of you. I want those places that only you and I know about. I want those things in your heart. I want your desires to align with mine. Because we take that scripture, God will give you the desires of your heart. But the thing is, we have to have the heart of God for that to work. Man, it's... That guy was running the wheel. It was crazy. He took this lump of clay that was just about this big. And as he spun it, his hands so masterfully, that thing just became bigger and bigger. I thought, man, that guy's not looking at a blueprint. That guy's not looking at anything else, but he knows its purpose. And God said, give me your life so that I can form you into my purpose and not yours. Because I have something great for you and you will only find fulfillment in the purpose that I have for you. I didn't know what that guy was making. But man, it it turned into this most beautiful water pot. And I just felt the Lord just speaking to me. Saying, people got to surrender to me. Because there's people that have tried to use things for their own purpose and tried to do things their way. And God said, it's not been working. And you're wondering why you're stuck in the place that you are. And God is saying, get back on my wheel. What is our purpose as a church? For 19 years. Plus years, I've been in here and listened to the word and listened to the messages. Sundays, Wednesday nights, through times of revival where we were here. God has used that word, but what has formed me the most is my personal time with him. Because the thing about it is that potter didn't have 16 pots going at one time. He was focused on the one individual pot. I just want you to know that coming to church isn't going to change you. It'll help equip you. I always heard my dad talk about the mornings, and I hated waking up early. But, man, now I wake up, and I get to walk outside. and I feel him begin to shape me even then. I think what has happened in the church is we've, Turn it into a production and a consumer market to where give me what I want, not what I need. 
Give me what satisfies me, but not what changes me. There's a song, Braden, and I listened to, and it said, some have sold their convictions for compromise. And man, it hit me because we get on that wheel and God's running his hands up and down and I'm like, don't touch that spot. Why does it matter? Nobody sees it. And he said, I see it. What you don't see is that's going to take your life if you're not careful. Because sin doesn't just stay a little bit, it spreads. Such a bad cancer. It will deteriorate your body and take away things from you that you never thought you would lose. Why is he so big on alcohol? Because he had to go through so many broken families, both of them. And you, what is it that you're dealing with? What is it that God is saying, lay it down? The scariest place to be is when you don't hear that voice anymore. And you get to a place, there's times that I feel like I pray to a brick wall and I'm like, oh God, don't leave me here. God, I'm tired and I'm weary, but I'm not staying here. I don't want to go on, Sharon. I don't want to keep my hands up. That's why we have church. And I got to know today, is anybody with me? Is anybody going to make a declaration that I'm going to stand? Is anybody going to say, I'm not backing down. I'm not giving up. I'm going to keep on going. Because what the world and the enemy wants to tell you is that you're alone. But I'm not walking alone. That the battle that you're fighting is not worth it, but it's worth it. I don't want my kids raised in a culture that, that trans rights are, are such a big thing that it is now that, that there's only one marriage and that's between a man and a woman. The thing that we have to do is declare it that it's an attack. Sometimes I feel so alone standing. I'm like, God, wow, I didn't ask for this. He said, you didn't, but son, I called you, and I've called so many other people in that church house if they would just listen to me and stand up. Y'all know I don't do this. This ain't me. This is, this is him. But what I want you to know is that God can give you a boldness that this world cannot match And the thing is, when you put your life in the potter's hands, why potter's hope? The potter always has hope. Because what the world is trying to tell you and tell the church is that I've won. Oh, I hear him saying that. I hear him yell it to me. And then I, I feel the Lord rise up in me and say, it ain't over. Because I've already won. And I want you to know that you're not fighting alone today. I've come with one thing, and that's a hope. 
that somebody today will get to the king and say, God, you make me brand new. God, I've messed up at every turn. I've messed up everything that I've tried. But God, now I put my life in your hands. I don't know if it's my place to say this or not, but I want to make the declaration that this church will not be spun on the world's wheel. That this church will be spun on God's wheel. That when people walk into this room, they feel the Holy Spirit. That when people walk into this room, they feel healing. That when people walk into this room, marriages are restored. Lives are changed. Three weeks ago, I said, God, where's my passion? And he said, I didn't take it. You lost it. And I said, where do I find it? He said, get on this wheel. He said, son, get back on this wheel because you thought you had it. And so often in our life, man, God will do a work, but we walk back to our seat and out to our cars and we hop off that wheel. God, I'm not ready. He said, you'll never be. But just give it to me. And I don't know who needs to hear this today, but you've not done too much. That he can't fix you. What do you got to do? He said, arise. What the enemy's trying to do, and I see him do it. With so many things, but he is suppressing you and the church. He's good at it. He'll do it with a lot of different things. Medication, social media, what you watch, what you listen to. And he'll put you out on an island. But there was somebody else. It said, I will arise. And what did he say? Go to my father's house. And that was the prodigal son when he had done everything. He had spent everything. The father was waiting. And the enemy has been telling you, you've done too much. God is saying, come. And I love the, that the word tells us that he has that still small voice because I believe it so softly. There's a difference. I know my mom's voice. There was a compassion in her voice if we were hurt. Come here. Come here. That's what God's saying to you. He sees you hurting. He sees you in such a broken place. You've tried everything. I don't care if you feel like you're laying there in the midst of drugs. You're laying there in the midst of alcohol. You're laying there in the midst of your sin. He's saying, arise today. And go to the potter's house. Would you stand this morning? Would you arise this morning? Came to church today to see somebody get to him.
Everyone could bow their heads today. This is between you and God, but God is saying, today I want to restore the broken. If right now you feel broken, I want you to lift your hand to Him. You feel broken, you feel like you're out there all alone, and man, you just, you know you got to get to Him. Maybe you're here today and you, you feel dry and you say, God, I just need some of that water over my life so that you can form me into what you want me to be. If that's you, just lift your hand to Him today. Maybe you're here and you say, God, man, I've messed things up so bad. I need you to make me brand new. If that's you today, just lift your hand to him. Thank you for your honesty. Maybe you're here today and you don't know how it happened, but man, you've ended up on the world's wheel and you're being formed and shaped into what the world wants you to be and not what he wants you to be. He's saying, come today. God is saying, come before it's too late. If you've never given your life to him, promise you it's the greatest thing that you can ever do I'll tell you up front it won't always be easy but man it's worth it because there's such a joy that comes from the Lord that this world cannot give God today I pray that you draw every one of us in this room to this altar Not at my command, but God, at yours, that we won't let this next generation be formed by the world, but God, by your hand. That we won't let our children be formed by this world, but God, we'll let them be formed by you. God, you put a stirring in our heart. God, you you give passion back to those today that need passion. And God, you pour your spirit out upon those that are dry. Just as Sharon spoke, God, those that are weary, you give them strength to lift up their hands again. Thank you, Lord. I don't ask you to come to my, on my accord today, but I ask you to come on the Lord's. Because every one of us in this room has something that we need God to shake out and spin out of our lives on that wheel. Would you meet me at the altar this morning? Hey, everybody, just wanted to thank you once again for being with us here in our worship service today and taking the time out, which I know is so valuable to you. God bless you and be encouraged.